stop linking your happiness to circumstances, events, relationship status, what's happening in your life right now. Stop creating that link. Jumbo, fellow adventurers, I'm Mike Dooley, here to remind you once more that your thoughts become things. And I'm going to do it today by dropping another edition of a week's worth of spiritual tune-ups. These were broadcasted live. My answers to fellow adventurers' questions about life, dreams, and happiness. And each one took 5, 10, or 15 minutes. We've sewn them all together for your viewing and listening enjoyment. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Jumbo, fellow adventurers, Mike Dooley here in Orlando, Florida. Boy, oh boy, the floodgates were open yesterday. I did an an independent post, as many of you noticed, asking for more questions. I got so many great questions. And a lot of them, I, I could feel the pain of the questioner. I, I truly wish I could sit down and answer one question at a time for every one of you. But there was a recurring theme. Uh, it was as stark and clear as could be. And the theme was happiness and its absence in so many people's lives to the degree that it should be there. Okay, this is not saying everybody's unhappy, but um, boy, oh boy, oh boy, what became really evident, and I've got an answer for almost all of you, uh, one answer for almost all of you, the key to happiness now. Um, let it be this. Stop linking your happiness to circumstances, events, relationship status, what's happening in your life right now. Stop creating that link because it's an addiction. And that addiction means that you're never going to have enough. There's always going to be one more bell or whistle or friend or partner or job or title or thing that's just going to be out of reach. And what is done so often, I've done it so much myself throughout my entire life, is I don't give myself permission to be happy until I, I, I ring the bell and I bring home the bacon uh, or the carrots as a vegetarian or I, uh, I, I achieve something. But, but it is a short-lived euphoria that's swiftly, swiftly replaced by my desire for the next fix. And you are perpetually chasing this, this perceived imperfection in self. And you're completely blind to seeing what has been there all along. It brings to mind a note from the universe that said, sure, there may be a lot of real estate between where you are today and the life of your wildest dreams. But haven't you noticed the road from here to there runs straight through paradise. But yet we don't see it. How many days do you think you have left? Total. How many days do you think? Whatever your answer is, it's going to go by like that. You know, couple hundred, couple thousand, 20,000. And then no more cups of coffee, no more ice cream, 
No more long walks, contemplative thoughts, uh, all night watching the movies, uh, Netflix, uh, uh, no more planting flowers, no more baking pies, no more, uh, no more of so many splendors. They are innumerable. You live your life in paradise. There's perfection and beauty and intelligence and meaning everywhere around you. Absolutely seek to change the circumstances that, that you want to change. Absolutely strive to get that relationship started or absolutely strive to become free. But, but don't put your happiness off for either. Do you know how many people asked about relationships? Oh, do you, to those people who wish they were in a relationship, do you have any idea of how many people in a relationship wish they were outside of a relationship or wish that they could do a do-over or wish that they were somehow free? And then a loop begins and it starts over and over. Look, I remember being single almost my entire first 50 years of life on earth. And my mom would say, Mike, don't worry about it. Enjoy it because the day will come when you're connected and you're in love and, and maybe you'll have kids and maybe you won't and you're going to wish for these single days. And she was so right. It's like, enjoy what you have. What you have is what so many other people are putting all of their happiness for. Yet you're so obsessed with changing things and not giving yourself permission to enjoy what you've already earned and who you already are that you don't realize it. And the days are pouring through your fingers like, like water or sand. You are awesome. You're amazing. There are people who would give their front teeth, literally, for the life you now have. Whether you're single, whether you're alone, whether you're in a relationship, and the things you want, they're coming because your thoughts become things. Just because you don't have something today doesn't mean you're not going to have it. Just because you've been single the first 85 years of your life doesn't mean year 86 isn't going to be Romeo and Juliet's theme year. Don't draw those conclusions. Be happy today. It's just a choice away. And make that choice irregardless of circumstances. Yes, circumstances can always be changed. And if you will, they can always be improved. But no matter how great they are, they can still be improved. And then there's still room for improvement. Do you see, if you put your happiness off for finally having this or finally having that, it becomes this addiction and this, this wheel that's never ending and then you die. Now, of course, we're all eternal gladiators of love and joy. And when you get to that place and the door closes, another one opens and you're going to look back at your beautiful, amazing life with your keen perceptions and your pulsing heart and the sensitivity that drove you crazy, but that you also loved because you are a passionate person deeply in love with life. You're going to be like, oh my God, I had it all. I had everything. It was a dream existence. I want to go back. I'm going to go back and this time I'm going to remember to smell the coffee and the roses. And this time I'm going to go back and enjoy the simple things. And this time I'm going to go back and give myself to be permission without having to justify myself, without having to prove myself. You have it made. You're watching a computer video right now. You've got the internet at your fingertips. You've got people, including me, who love and adore you. You've got angels over your shoulder. You live in a paradise that is technically utterly impossible.
impossible. So just enjoy it. Enjoy, enjoy doing nothing. Enjoy watching the rain. Enjoy sleeping all day and staying up all night and shaking your inner witness saying, I'm here now, man. I'm here, baby. And we're going to enjoy this ride because it's another day in paradise. Jumbo fellow adventurers, today's great question, how do I stay positive? This is not about how does Mike stay positive. This is how does anybody stay positive to drill a little deeper. Mike, how do I stay positive and choose the future I want to live in and still be aware of and responsive to the potentially dangerous things happening around me? The short answer, think less of what's happening around you and more of yourself. Think less of the problems around you. You're not vulnerable. Think more of your dreams and your life. But here's the long answer, four deep dive points. First of all, when you're wanting to stay positive uh, in the sea of turbulence, taking action is the best distraction. Okay, And that doesn't mean act against the disturbances. It doesn't mean act towards your dreams. It means just get busy. Just do stuff. Work, hobbies, start a business, call friends, cooking, gardening. Staying busy will keep your mind off of these things that are trying to rob your attention span. Number two, help someone. Help someone. Do anything with anything for anything. There is no better healing balm than to take your attention away from self and focus it on another. This is a little anecdotal uh, experience I had from the age of 35 or maybe 25 to 45. I was suddenly terrified of heights and flying. I mean, white knuckle terror. I kept on flying, um, but it was uh, horrific. I would want to kiss the ground every time I would land and I would be like, I'm never going to fly again. And then three months later, I'd be on a plane. I worked through it, but here's the point I wanted to make. There was one time descending into Orlando, Florida, where we have a lot of tropical thunderstorms and the like, a lot of turbulence. And it was just like a roller coaster at Disney World. And I, it, it was awful. I wanted to jump out of the plane. It was so awful. And then a few rows ahead of me, there was a passenger who totally flipped their lid and was kicking at the emergency exit as we were descending through turbulence in Orlando. And I remember just this overwhelming feeling, help her, help her, help her. I undid my seatbelt, which could have plastered me on the, the ceiling. I took a step, another step, and before I could get to her, there were three other people already doing what I was thinking of doing. And the most amazing thing happened. My fear was gone. When I put my concerns for someone else in front of my own, it was like magic. And I'm no saint and I'm not as charitable or kind as I wish I was. But that was a really powerful lesson. And it brings to mind something I just read about a week ago in a Ken Carey, C-A-R-E-Y book. When your motivation becomes greater, fueled by your love of other people, friends or strangers, when your motivation is more 
for the love of other people, then it is the fear of self. Oh my gosh, stuff starts happening. And this doesn't mean be altruistic. And this doesn't mean put the needs of other people before your own. You've got to take care of yourself. But by helping other people, no matter what they need, whether they're fearing the things you're fearing or they're distracted or they're, whether it's finances or emotional, just help somebody do something. Go volunteer, be anonymous, help a neighbor, help a family member. Number one, action is the best distraction. Number two, help someone or help many. Number three, when you want to stay positive, dream, visualize, have a vision board. Get into the awesomeness that is soon going to be overtaking your life. This is some juicy, juicy stuff. And when your life takes off, it's not about, you know, being greedy and wanting for me, 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 me. It's like you want to soar. You want to shine your light. That's your dream coming true. So imagine that. Visualize that. Map it out with a storyboard. Draw it if you like. But don't forget the promise of life and all that's here for you. That's why you chose to be here. The glory, the magnificence, the beauty, and the unraveling, no, the, the unveiling, much better word, the unveiling of your power, not the unraveling, okay? So action, help others, dream. And number four, last point, I'm going to call it contemplative thought. Uh, maybe you would call it meditation. Maybe it's just rocking out to some music. Maybe it's a long walk alone or with a dog or through the woods. But in these episodes, give yourself the opportunity to dwell on the meaning of life and the nature of reality. You will be astounded at what you learn and what you discover. You are the eyes and the ears of God. You have this pipeline to the divine. And if you just create space for it, even if it's listening... <laughs> To loud music, even if it's, you know, doing something simultaneously, contemplative thought will reveal, will reveal your place in the nature of reality. It will reveal that you are a creator amongst your creations. It will reveal that you are not vulnerable to the chaos around the world. It will put you right. Go there. Go within. Think deep thoughts. Go to those areas that vex you and that disturb you that really bother you, where you want to say that's not right and get to a deeper layer where you might see the lessons and the meaning, the perfection, the order and the love. Hey, everyone's just learning and some are learning the hard way and some are learning lessons you learned 25,000 lifetimes ago. Some are being immature, some are being spoiled brats, some are forcing themselves on you or the population. It's like you were once like that. You're not touchable. You're going to find your way. All is going to be supremely well. So how to stay positive? Action. Be busy. Doesn't matter what the heck you're doing. Be busy. Number two, help someone. Help other people. Dream. And number four, contemplative thought. Go within. And you're going to find the game is rigged on your behalf. It's like you're cheating every single day by being alive. You know, it's just like so good. You're pushed on to greatness. Positive thoughts 10,000 times more powerful than negative thoughts. And you will just, you will become so annoying to your friends because you're going to be so positive all the time because life is so rich and rewarding and you're so ready to scoop some of that ice cream up and love it all. 
Jumbo fellow adventurers, Mike Dooley. Welcome to another spiritual tune-up where I try to bring some lofty um, ethereal ideas down to earth for traction so that you can love your life and live deliberately. Today's question, and every day I speak to questions that you ask below on Facebook or Instagram, is Mike, how do I figure out what my purpose is and the direction I should take? Specifically, I'm a very sensitive person and feel energy constantly. I've been praying for the right direction and afraid my thoughts are manipulating the outcome. It sounds like a little bit too much here and a little bit too little on your feet. I'm not sure, I don't know you, but I've got a couple of points here. Uh, but first, praise for asking a really awesome question during this year of Perfect Vision 2020. So often I'm being asked by so many different people, you know, like, how can I do anything? How can I move forward? I'm totally paralyzed. This is that chance to get clear, start planning, and even take action, even if it's only on the internet right now, because everything is happening on the internet, including people making fortunes and finding their direction. Here's the thing that I've learned in life. You're never going to think of that path. It's never going to come to you. You're never going to go out your front door and see the yellow brick road. This means you need to be in motion, taking action, mastering what's on your plate already because there's a reason it's there while simultaneously knocking on new doors, being your best, showing up early, stay a little bit late, and then your path finds you. It'll find you like it found me when I was sending out emails and I was doing public speaking and I really didn't like either one of those things. And I was like, God, if only I knew what to do, I would do it. But as I bared down and I applied myself to the best of my ability, doing all I could with all I had. Now, that does not mean work crazy hours. If it's three hours a day that you can allocate towards finding your bliss, then three hours is going to be the ticket. It's not a matter of massive overtime. It's a matter of bearing down. And then little by little, imperceptibly, things start shifting and you will wake up as I woke up one day almost 20 years ago and be like, dang, I'm living the life of my dreams. And you're going to wonder, like I did, what brought me here? Because it's not like you go to bed every night for months or years and you don't have your path. And then you wake up one morning and you do have your path. No, there's this slow, slow, imperceptible metamorphosis that's driven by your dreams of a rocking life. Not what you do for a living, but just I love my life. I've got wealth and abundance, free time, creativity, friends and laughter. Woohoo! You do that for one minute every day and show up with baby steps, you will wake up one day and think, how did I get here? What did I do to deserve so much with my, my self-doubting, anxiety-riddled baby steps, bad-mouthing my life, bumming cigarettes off of my mother? Like, what? A, where's the universe? But because I got busy, doing stuff to the best of my ability, the closest I could to doing something I enjoyed, which was not doing something I enjoyed. It was as close to it as I could be. 
the universe takes over and slowly, slowly, slowly changes everything. Again, you don't cross a finish line and wake up one day, I found it. This is what I'm going to do. You will wake up one day, conversely, and realize you're already doing it. Very different, which means every day you're at risk of thinking, this sucks, I'm going to quit. This is not who I am. Uh, and and if you did that mid-journey, mid-transformation that you didn't even know was happening, pff, reset back to zero. So never stop. Keep going. Stay in the game. And if you have to, as I have shared before in other tune-ups, um, assess your options. This, this, is, this is for everyone watching right now who's not living their bliss on the path that they love. Assess your options. Give yourself a deadline of a couple of days. Choose the least sucky. That's plural, okay? Choose two or three or four. The least sucky, because they probably all suck if you're not there yet, right? They all suck. No offense, man. And then bear down. Be your best. Show up. Knock on doors. Ask questions. And your path will find you. The resources you need to finish this journey to arrive will be added after you get started. Mama duck just goes. The baby ducks follow. If mama duck waits for her ducks to line up, they don't line up. Right? Mama just goes. Oh, mama's going. Let's go. Your ducks are not going to line up until you just go. And at first, it doesn't seem like they show up at all, but you stay with it. And like I said yesterday, get practical, be frugal, cut corners, splurge a little bit, keep dreaming of that rocking life, and you will become totally unstoppable. And you will wake up and you will wonder, as I did, how did I get here? What did I do to deserve so much? And it keeps getting better. Jumbo, fellow adventurers, Mike Dooley, welcome to another spiritual tune-up where I answer your questions. Today's question is about money, money, money. One of the most spiritual commodities in the universe. In fact, it's pure God, pure divine. Everything is. Nothing is more spiritual than anything else, but there's nothing unspiritual about money, and there's nothing that sucks more than having to worry about it. And the only reason you worry is because you misunderstand it. I have six points here that I'm going to blast through in under 10 minutes. Number four is worth waiting for. Okay, so point number one, no matter what it is you want to manifest, in this case, well-being, go to the end result in your mind. Do not be dwelling on money. You think it's money that you want. It's what you want is a home that's paid for, a car that's paid for, to not have to worry about your financial resources. And I'm splitting hairs here, yes. But if you're focusing on money and you don't have it, you're really reinforcing the fact that you don't have it and it's kind of working against you. So instead of thinking about, you know, how do I get, you know, a hundred more dollars or whatever it is, be thinking in your mind's eye, visualizing that you know, everything's taken care of. It's all so easy. You don't have to pace yourself. You don't have to budget. You don't have to allocate. You know where you are and you are in a good place and everything is taken care of. 
Visualize that peace of mind that comes from financial prosperity. And then the money is attracted and you're not even thinking about the money. You're just thinking it's all good. Okay, point number two is to get into those thoughts. TBT, thoughts become things. As I just said, visualize the end result. Five minutes a day. Imagine that you're already provided for. Imagine that, that you're going to splurge on a, a, a new gizmo or toy or gift for somebody you love. It doesn't have to be visualizing big, gigantic things, but just imagine that you are in that world where you're already worry-free. Also affirm, everything I touch turns to gold. Um, Money is like a game. It's so much fun. It's so easy. Money just grows on trees. I'm a money magnet. Say these things. Create this repetitive mantra in your head from time to time throughout the days. It steers your thinking to a place of being provided for. And if that's where your thinking is, you shall be provided for. Number three, there's no shame in being frugal. There's no shame in cutting back. I remember when I was going through the trickiest time in my life, I turned off my cable TV. I was shopping for ramen noodles in the grocery store. I knew that these were negative acts of faith demonstrating fear, but I did them anyway and it made me feel more in control. So you gotta be physically doing something about your concern and then you're going to feel like you're in control and not the fear is in control. So be frugal, which means be wise and you know save every penny you can and clip coupons if it's boiling down to that. But here's the kicker. Drum roll. Every now and then, at least once a week, if not once a day in some playful way, creatively pretend that you got this covered. So when you're going grocery shopping and you're buying the generic cheap brands and using your coupons, when you get to the coffee section or the tea section or the ice cream section or whatever it is, splurge. On one thing in your shopping cart of 50 items, one thing, buy the expensive brand. And when you buy that one thing, you're just like, you own it. You are in that zone. This is who you are. And that will overpower the 49 other things that you're like, eek, eek, I'm a little mouse. Because you're inclined to succeed. You're inclined to find balance. You're supposed to live in prosperity. And when you just do a little demonstration in that direction, just spending pennies more, so, so powerful. Number four, this is the biggie. Move towards prosperity. Physically move towards bringing it in. Go ask for a raise. Get an evening job. Get a day job. I know it's coronavirus, but you can do this stuff these days on the internet. And if you wonder whether or not there are some companies hiring, there are. There's a ton of companies hiring. There's people hiring every day, everywhere, in every sector, perhaps except a few, um, in these times. So again, I told you when it comes to being frugal, you're taking control. You're doing something about it. Even if you don't get the job, the fact that you went out there a couple of times a week 
even if it's on the internet, and did something about it, you will shore up your empowering beliefs. Like, this is happening. I have a say in this. I have it under control. That is going to do worlds for your confidence and calming the, the flames of fear that are raging in your head. Another thing towards moving towards money, get a lottery ticket. Once a week, no more. One ticket, no more. Buy a lottery ticket. Move towards abundance if it's safe with social distancing. So another thing, consider starting a company. Do it on the down low. You don't have to tell anybody. Sell stuff on eBay. Google 10 ways to make money, 10 ways to start a business. It's a pretty cool gig, I got to tell you. So number four, move towards money. Get a job, start a business, buy a lottery ticket. Open up the doors. Become a lightning rod for serendipities and miracles. Number five, try to enjoy this downtime. Okay, it's temporary. Prepare for when the sun rises again and you're out there making haste, pressing the flesh, giving people hugs. Use this time and enjoy it. It's going to be over in a flash and all of us, in one way or another, are going to miss this this bizarre year where everything was made 10 times simpler. And number six, finally, don't worry that you worry. I've given you six instructions here, five prior to this one. Don't worry. Don't be like, I got to remember all of that. Don't think I got to be positive. Do your best to be positive. The universe is all over it. Okay. Your inclination is to rise to the surface. Stop struggling when you dive into that pool of life. And just like diving into a pool of water, you will be lifted free. Follow your heart. Be happy. Help other people. Serve. Appreciate the good things. Trip, clip some flowers from your backyard or your balcony or wherever you may live. Enjoy this. Don't worry that you worry. You totally got it. Jumbo, fellow adventurers, today's question is another heartbreaker. Uh, we probably all felt it to some degree or another. It's something that I have uh, fielded from audiences the entire 20 years I've been teaching. And that is the sentiment that somehow the questioner feels like they're losing it. Like they once had it. They once believed in manifesting. They were once really good at creative visualization. And now today life is hard and they, they lost that edge and they don't have the traction. Come on, you're way too hard on yourself. You're not taking a lot of things into account that need to be taken into account. First and foremost, one of the biggest stumbling blocks in understanding ourselves and reality is the, the bogus assumption that all things are constant and equal other than that one thing that we're zeroing in on. That everything else is the same. You compare yourself to other people. You compare yourself to the past as if all other things were the same. Nothing is ever the same. Okay, you are of God, by God, pure God. Your default setting is to thrive. Your default setting is to auto heal. Your default setting is abundance, friends, clarity, laughter, confidence. It's just that when we don't know this, we drill down focusing in these areas where we're not finding satisfaction and they start expanding, blinding us to all else that is good. Here's what I want you to get here. When you're comparing yourself to the past, 
back then, you've heard the expression, ignorance is bliss, right? So you had this ignorant bliss that, that you carried with you everywhere when you were a teenager in your 20s, 30s, 50s, 60s, whatever it is for you. And you just thought, man, I am all that. Oh man, I'm automatically making my thoughts become things. Oh wow, this is great. There's a law of attraction. I already knew that. But you were ignorant to so many other levels of the game. Nothing mitigates thoughts becoming things. But when you realize suddenly that you think more thoughts than you are aware of, when you realize suddenly that you've got invisible limiting beliefs uh, and you haven't begun to start untangling them yet, suddenly you feel like you were less than you were before when actually you are more. Your game was down here. Ignorance is bliss. Aren't I wonderful? And you have lifted it up to the stratosphere. And from the stratosphere, you see a lot more variables on the table. And you're like, oh my God, I was confident before, but now I'm scared. Would you really want to go back to those naive, ignorant days of your 20s, 30s, 50s, 60s? Really? You would not. It might be at times when you have a broken heart or you feel wounded that, yeah, just give me stupid, all right? Because I really did that well. I didn't even know I was stupid. But when you're, when you're in that realm, you can't see what you can't see. You don't know what that is. And you can't go as high as you could possibly go. There is such a plateau out there. And it's not that it ever levels off that it is unimaginably cooler, richer, happier, more joyful, loving, sexier than you can comprehend today. That's waiting for you. And that's why you're here. You wanted the whole deal. And as you started leveling up and bringing your game higher and higher, Suddenly you became aware of the lions and tigers and bears that were always there. Now that you know about them, you can deal with them, learn a few new tricks, go within, contemplate, meditate, focus on happiness and not the bling. And that's the best way to get the bling. And you can totally anchor yourself. Whereas before any successes in your naiveties and ignorance, they were fleeting Okay, you might make a few steps forward, there'd be a few steps back. It might last for a couple of years and then it would go away for a couple of years. And that is what you're doing to yourself now. You're looking back at the ignorance and the naiveties and you're thinking, oh, that was so great. You're not realizing it was filled with a lot of heartache back then and that you wanted more at a higher level, more security, greater anchor, less fear, less possibility, if not zero, of falling down that hill like you used to fall down that hill before. And so now it's game on. Stop comparing yourself to some old version that never really did exist in the way that you think it did and that lived in an entirely different world than you now live in. The game is on. You're going higher. This is your natural state. You need just to surrender and be lifted higher. See what's out there. Go within. Don't be afraid. And also realize that the energies, and this sounds so woo-woo, but it's so true-true, the energies and vibrations on planet Earth are different now than they were back then, meaning your manifestations are faster, meaning your emotions are heightened, meaning 
it's not comparable to where you once were. And when you get that higher vibrations make for better living, you can start navigating that as you improve your own game and look out universe because here you come. The game is rigged in your favor. It's totally not fair. It's like you're cheating every day. You got angels on your team. The universe knows you by name. Your dreams are meant to be. You got this. You can do it. There you have it, fellow podcast listener. Now, let's stay in the zone. If you haven't already, please visit my website, tut.com, where you can sign up along with one million other subscribers for my free daily notes from the universe. You can also find out about my infinite possibility membership for a price you choose. Every single Tuesday, I do a live broadcast, a 30-minute mini manifesting workshop. Members have access to the last 52 mini manifesting workshops. So check it out. And if you have a moment and these podcasts move you, I would be deeply grateful for a review at the Apple podcast platform. Go to tut.com, look for spiritual tune-ups, look for the link for podcast. If you send us a screen grab of your published review at Apple, we've got a very special bonus waiting for you. Check out the links, read all about it. Thanks for being here and I'll see you on the next podcast installment.